You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All bills all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. All right, so Christian Kirksey joining the Buffalo Bills practice squad. That's according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. I'm sure that that will probably get confirmed by multiple more people from the time that this podcast gets released and you are ultimately listening to it. What do you think? It was the name that immediately when he got cut, Kirksey, Bills fans started circling and saying, okay, how do we get this guy on the team? And the reason they do that is because at one point in time, like Christian Kirksey was a really solid player in the league. I don't think that's the case anymore. I mean, that's pretty evident like that he's joined in the practice squad and not another team's 53-man roster. But at the same time, it is the biggest question on the team right now. The middle linebacker spot is a massive question mark heading into the season. And I think he's kind of proven more in his NFL career, even if he's trending downward, that he still might have more juice than some of the other guys. Yeah, and let's just walk through this for a second. So you say, okay, practice squad. Oh, okay, well, why would you sign a practice squad? If you're really serious, you sign him to the active roster. What did I just say a little while ago about the middle linebacker? Green dot, uh-huh. play caller. There's a lot that goes into that. This is an opportunity. You bring him in. He starts to learn your defense. You get him up to speed. You can't put him on the field yet to be able to do all that stuff until he understands you know, the defense and – you know, what goes into that position specifically for the bill. So I'm fascinated to think about what this looks like down the road. Now, the other part of that is practice squad means you're a free agent. Another team can come calling at any time and he could hightail it out and say, I got a job on a 53. He could do Uh that. But the reason you sign him to the practice squad now and not your active roster is because you get him up to speed while he's learning the defense. And then eventually you say, okay, he's ready. Now you put him in if you feel that you need to do that. Yeah, I just think that this is one of those things where I I like to think almost of every football move in this way, but I think the reward is significantly greater than the risk here. What is the risk involved with this? You add him to your practice squad. If he's washed and he can't play, then you part ways with him and you didn't invest much into that. I think you're getting him because one, you know, the agent says he wants to join a winner. Sure. He wants to join a team that's going to give him a paycheck. And two, He has been like Micah Hyde has been very adamant that he wants to play with Christian Kirksey. They played together at Iowa. I think they're very good friends. They hang out with each other. So he has a voice in the room of saying like, hey, dude, come here. I also think Micah Hyde advocating for you to try and come join the Bills is probably an indication that Micah Hyde, who is a very well-respected voice in that room, thinks that he could make the team better. 
I don't think Christian Kirksey is coming here unless he thinks that he's ultimately going to get on the field or at least get on the 53-man roster. So that's kind Ooh, of my Wait, I got a question for you. I got a question yeah. for you. First of all, before I ask the question, happy birthday, Christian Kirksey. Thursday's his birthday. He's turning 31 oh. years old. So there you okay. go. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy Not birthday. while we talk, but when people <laughs> listen to this maybe, right? His birthday yeah, is exactly. August 31st, 31 years old. Okay. Does this mean no AJ Klein? You get 16 practice squad spots? Yeah. Um, I would say it's both of them. Okay, you think both of them. Are I you do. still going to go would, both of Isaiah McKenzie and Andy Isabella? Are you choosing one or the other? Isabella is apparently joining the practice squad. They could change course anytime and sign Isaiah, of course. I'd rather go with Isabella. You say you'd rather go with McKenzie. I've seen Isaiah McKenzie before. I know. I, I like Isaiah McKenzie. I'm ready for something different. I like what I've seen from Andy Isabella. I'm I'm ready to go that route. He's younger, and I think he's uh -huh. a little bit faster. But here is my faster, yeah. But here's my question about that, and this is what we got sidetracked from because of the Christian Kirksey news. What is more valuable as a practice squad player? There's not like a firm answer here. Somebody who you think is a little bit better with a little bit more upside, or somebody who knows the system and is also genuinely loved by the staff and by his teammates. I don't know the answer to that. I think if you really are preaching culture and how much that stuff matters to you, I think Isaiah McKenzie might get the nod over Andy Isabella. That, that's not a knock on Andy did Isabella. Not listen, did you not listen to Sean McDermott talk about Andy Isabella and all the great things he brings to the culture? Yeah, but what's he going to say? I mean, like they, we were asking No, no, Sean I know questions. that, but I mean like, the while well, he volunteered things like, he's like, look, the guy jogs on the field, jogs off the field, all these little things. Like he kind of volunteered all those things. I think, I think saying it the way you're saying it is almost like an indictment that maybe Andy Isabella is, doesn't no. do all those things. I know that no, they love I, Isaiah McKenzie, but it doesn't mean you can't love the other guy too. No, for sure. I just think that like you have such history with Isaiah McKenzie. And I think that that can be viewed one of two ways. It could be said like, okay, eventually we needed to turn the page or, okay, like we know what we're getting here and we want a known commodity on our practice squad, not a guy who we really don't know that much about yet. And it doesn't have to be one or the other. The thing there though, is I feel like there's other players who also deserve spots on the practice squad specifically at that position, right? Like, don't you think like Tyrell Shavers has earned a spot to be on a practice squad? Yes. Right? Keyshawn so, Johnson. Yes. Keys yeah. Like you can't keep four or five wide receivers on your practice squad because that's just way too many people at one position. And that's also taking snaps and work away from your actual starters who are trying to get work in. So I, I don't know. I, Listen, I, when, I am the first usually, but I'm generally way more on what you're saying than mm -hmm. I am right now. Like I am culture guy. Like I believe in all of that. I agree with all of that. I just think you can also hold yourself back if you go, wow, we really know the guy versus, uh -huh. hey, this guy's younger and better and he fits us anyway. Yeah. I, everything you're saying makes sense. Like from a, Everything you're saying is like, okay, if you think Andy Isabella helps your football team more than Isaiah McKenzie, then you sign Andy Isabella. I guess what I'm saying is if the difference is very marginal, you take the guy who's more of a known commodity and also – really, really loved in the locker room because I, I do think that ultimately helps your culture. I, I guess where I guess what our difference is is what's the gap between what Isaiah McKenzie is now and what Andy is Isabella is now. To me, I don't think it's that much. It sounds like to you you might think Andy Isabella has 
a little bit of a bigger gap than Isaiah McKenzie. I guess so, but I'm also projecting. I don't know that yeah. for sure. Right? I mean, like I'm I'm envisioning it. I'm projecting it. I'm not sure. There might not be much of a gap, but look, they, they gave Isaiah McKenzie the keys of the car last year in the slot position, man, and it just didn't uh-huh. work out. You yeah, know, it's know. why they it's why they drafted Dalton Kincaid. It's why they signed Deontay Hardy. I, I just I I am I'm, I'm all for the new stuff now. Like let Can they I, gotta yeah. you gotta do something a little different. Anyway, that said, let me let me let me bring up let me bring up one more point though. And I do think that this speaks just volumes to where the team a lot of people on the outside are gonna say the Jets are the best team in the division, the Dolphins are the best team in division, like all of these things, right? There's so much noise. Think about how we're talking about this team. Isaiah McKenzie being somebody who might not be good enough to be on the practice squad compared to a year ago when Isaiah McKenzie was their third best option in the passing game going into the season, like legitimately. Now you have Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. Those are the same two. But then you also have Dalton Kincaid, you have Trent Shurfield, and you have Deontay Hardy. You have so many more legitimate NFL weapons in your system on your team that I think it's realistic to think that this offense could really take a next step and you've got Condorcy coming back for a second year. I think that might be more important than really any of the other things we've talked about. So the fact that we're even having this conversation about Isaiah McKenzie also shows how much the rest of the team has grown, at least on offense, and how much more potential they might ultimately have. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The, another way to look at this, piggybacking on what you said, uh, my colleague at WGR Sports Radio 550, Jeremy White, has tweeted. This is a great tweet. Both of last year's Bills slot options failed to make a roster out of camp this season. He's talking about McKenzie and Jamison Crowder. Uh Uh-huh. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, to me, you're just like I said, you what level are you really getting? But it's great. And Cole Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley, but he really wasn't an option last year. He was I I mean they didn't really have him. But you're right. You're right. I mean, he's he's gonna be on the Giants uh, practice squad, by the way, Cole Beasley. He is dealing with a bit of a leg injury, but he is he is going to be on their practice squad. All right. I want to wrap up with just a little bit more on the wide receiver, which is one of the areas that I did not foresee coming on the 53 was them only keeping five wide receivers. Now, they do have the option to elevate Andy Isabella, or if you want to sign him as anybody kind of the practice squad or whoever, you can elevate someone and have a sixth on game day. That's fine. But Justin Shorter is going to go on IR. That leaves you with five wide receivers. That's something I didn't see coming. Now, it doesn't have to be a bad thing in any regard. They have Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox who can catch passes. They have James Cook who can catch passes. The, the pass-catching options are plentiful. But it does seem to me they went a little bit light at wide receiver to make sure they got other guys on. Yeah, I think they did. But I also think that's a part of the people that they have there because I think there's a little bit more trust with the guys that they're ultimately keeping because the way the current roster is constructed, Khalil Shakir is your fifth wide receiver. I think if you had to play him, 
at some point during the season and give him like a decent amount of snaps, you would feel pretty confident in that. You don't think he's going to be an all pro or anything like that, but you think he'll be serviceable enough to kind of bridge the gap until those other guys are back. So I think that honestly speaks more to the quality that they now have, as opposed to some of the years past where there is a huge drop off. I mean, we're not talking, no disrespect to any of these guys, but we're not talking about the ghost of John Brown, the ghost of Colby's lead, Jake Kumaro, players coming off of injuries, these other guys that they've had that round out their wide receiver rooms the last few years. I lied. I got one more. Okay. Give me a prediction. You can be specific with names or just in general. What happens at Bill's backup quarterback right now? They only have two on the roster after uh-huh. placing Matt Barkley on IR for the season. I think it's just Kyle Allen's job. And I think they continue to sniff around to try and see if there's somebody oh, what about else available. The organization? Yeah, give me more because you're you you can't just have two in your organization. No, f- no, for sure. I, it'll they'll go sign somebody to their practice squad. I think if it were up to me, I would try and find a better backup and then put Kyle Allen on the practice squad. I don't think that's going to happen though. I think they're going to say, okay, you know, there's a lot of circumstance involved with this. We think Kyle Allen is maybe better than he showed in the final preseason game. He would be playing with better people consistently, and he would have probably a little bit more success. But it, it, I mean, they told on themselves by trying to go trade for Trey Lance. Trey Lance was uh, Trey Lance is weird because if you would have acquired Trey Lance, you would have had him on your roster, but then you would have put Kyle Allen on the practice squad to probably be your actual primary backup, at least for the time being, and elevate him on game days. So now, like if that's what they were going to do, if they actually acquired Trey Lance, it makes me wonder. Is there somebody else out there? I believe I saw Diana Rossini report this morning from The Athletic that the Texans had taken calls on Case Keenum, but they're choosing not to trade him. I wonder if Brandon Bean was one of those calls just because of the familiarity there. There's other guys that come to mind, but here's the thing. You hope it doesn't matter. You hope you have Josh Allen for every single game. But if it does matter, then it really matters, and you need to put yourself in the best position possible. Here's my prediction. I agree Ooh. with you about Kyle you Allen. Say, you, say, you say this with conviction, which makes me think you got something good. Because mm-hmm. I think it's a little different. Um, yes, Kyle Allen will be to the backup quarterback, but I don't think that he should feel really completely comfortable at all times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they have an opportunity to bring someone else in, they may do that. It would take them a little while to get up to speed, but I think, like you said, like there's room there for them. There's just not a lot of really, there's not guys like that around the league. They're just waiting out there for jobs though, Matt. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. who are you going to get that's sitting out there? That's better than Kyle Allen necessarily. Every team's in this position with their backup, but here's my prediction. At some point here soon, Matt Barkley is going to get released with an injury settlement. Mm-hmm. Then the bills will have to wait at least three weeks because an injury settlement is basically the two sides negotiate how long the player would actually be out for. He gets paid for that amount of weeks, whatever the two sides agree on the player and the team. You, mm-hmm. And then he becomes a free agent. He can resign with your club after that amount of weeks, plus three more. Let's say, hey, it's one week injury. That's four weeks then, one plus three. They'll then resign him. He'll be the practice squad quarterback a month into the season, something like that. In the meantime, they just sign an arm to make sure they have somebody to run scout team for four weeks. That's what my prediction yeah. is. Chestnut checkers, right? How about right. Nathan Peterman? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, don't actually do that. Don't actually do that. Okay. (laughs) There are guys out there like PJ Walker that I actually would have interest, but he's kind of smaller and I don't think that's their flavor. Um, Uh You know, Malik Cunningham, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Bailey Zappi would have been interesting. These are smaller guys, but that's why I think mm-hmm. Trey Lance is like more of their, we want the traits kind of guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But there are guys out there you could bring in to develop, but I don't think they're necessarily looking to develop. If there was a guy they liked a lot, they would do that, like a Trey Lance. I think what they're looking for, though, is somebody just to make sure they get by that have an extra guy in their organization to run scout team for a few weeks because I can't see Matt Barkley sitting on IR all year. If he does, by no. the way, if I'm wrong, if he does, he's in the building. He's in meetings. He's a quasi-coach, which is like Davis Webb used to be. Yeah. Um, is Josh Rosen retired? I'm kidding, by the way. I'm just curious. Is Josh what Rosen is up retired? with you and these names you keep bringing up? Because I always knew Josh Rosen was going to be a Buffalo Bill, so I figure it's time to finally bring him home, right? Because that's what I everybody thought back in 2018. Just excited about Isaac Rosine, or however you want to say his name now, for the sake. Yeah, yes, that's that. They they absolutely have to do something. I'm not overly concerned about the right. third option. I think you know it, it could be you and you or me for all we know, but I do think the best case scenario for them is going and getting an improvement somewhere, putting Kyle Allen on your practice squad and then having him as your absolute last option, but also having somebody who you're a little bit more comfortable with as your actual backup quarterback. I just don't necessarily think there's a slam dunk option out there. Like Bailey Zappi is the first name that comes to mind, but I don't even know how good he actually is. Well, by the time everybody hears this, there could be a lot more changes. So we're trying to bring this to you as quickly as possible. We'll do that again later in the week, early next week. Whenever that happens, make sure you're subscribed. iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey app. Of course, Sal Sports on YouTube. We got your audio, your video. We got as much as we can give you as far as what we know. And then, of course, there's going to be more happening as far as transactions. We lead into next week. And then, Matt, it's week one, getting ready for the New York Jets. Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting really close. There's actually only one more practice from the time that we're recording this until game week for the Bills. So they practice on Thursday, then they get the holiday weekend off, and then it's back to work next week, and that's legitimately a game week. We're talking about getting ready for an actual regular season game, which is pretty wild to think about, but it's also really exciting to think about. Thanks to Mike Rabier, our producer. We'll talk to you next time, and it's always game day in Buffalo.